Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Active Spirituality Life with Pamela Cuchinell and Susan Mazzoli. We are here every week, guiding, helping, supporting, hopefully helping a lot, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hopefully. <Yeah. laughs> well, it helps me a lot, I have to say. Mm. And Pam's going to let us know about week six already of 2023, starting with February the 6th, Monday. And then I will jump in for our 10-minute meditation. Okay. So here we are, February 6th, and we are in the last uh, rays of that full moon in Leo that happened over the weekend. And for early risers, people getting things out and done first thing in the morning, you may experience some kind of pushback. Um, Not necessarily bad. The important piece of it is that we follow through, make sure we've got the right players involved, the right partners, know where the money's coming from, all the details. Otherwise, you're going to discover them, fixed address, looked at. And you may also, depending on the configurations of your horoscope, those of us who have strong, uh, challenging pictures between the moon and Saturn, we may be experiencing a sense of, oh, there's not enough support, there's not enough money, there's not enough of what I need in this. And fortunately, it's a it's a quick transit, but for those of us who are born with those kind of things, it's one of those little uh, reminders of this is kind of a, a life pattern or programming that we have to be very conscious of to shift. I mean, for me, having Moon and Saturn pictures, not to divulge the whole nasty mess of my horoscope, but I, one of my strongest lessons, especially as I've gotten older, is to ask for help. I'm not good at it. I immediately think, ah, oh, I can do this or this can happen. And it sometimes cannot because when we have that bolstering, from a supportive team or partner or, you know, say, you know, I can't afford to have someone help me with this because sometimes for that can be a block. So used to not paying for certain things that other people don't blink an eye to have help with and then be at a point in one's life where, oh, I do have the money to pay someone to do that for me. And then it gives me more of what I value most, 
which is time. Because time, as we age, becomes one of the most valuable things because our time lessens. So at 9.15 a.m. Eastern Time, the moon goes void, of course, and it's void until 4.14 p.m. So when the moon is void, of course, in the sign of Leo, then I always see that as being... I've got this empty canvas and I want to slosh paint around and whatever I do, I'm going to have a great time, but it's not going to work out as I thought, which is okay because it's opening up creative processing and letting things in that we wouldn't necessarily ordinarily look at, but do not expect something to have that follow-through piece with the void of course moon. Now, the exception to that is if we've been working on something already in motion and we are following through on that, not necessarily completing it, but using that void time for just, okay, this is where I'm at. I'm at the weaving loom and I'm just going to continue the pattern and kind of space out. I mean, that's a lovely way to spend this time or do it with organizing, purging, moving things out of one space to open up potential for new things. That's one thing voids are really good for. So the moon enters Virgo at 4.14 p.m. Eastern time. And once this begins, we have a couple of really dynamite days for finishing tasks that we want completed in this lunar cycle. The other thing that's really great when the moon is in Virgo, especially as it's sailing through the sky with these particular aspects, is anything therapeutic. So if you do that kind of work with someone else, if you're going to someone for body work or therapy or anything that's about, I want to address this and make this better. It could also be a project or something that you've been editing or revamping that you want to revisit and see what, you know, where is the gold here? Why isn't this coming together? Tremendous days for research, for getting answers for things that maybe for one reason or another, we've been unwilling to really look at (laughs) because that's a thing. Um, And it, it can be a very revelatory couple of days, but also very healing couple of days. So Monday evening looks fabulous for just kind of centering and getting into like getting into the zone of what you want to accomplish and make happen over the next couple of days. And then Tuesday is uh, very terrific 
the thing that you want to be aware of is that some tempers can be very frayed. Some people can be borderline frustration ready to uh, hit boiling point, especially in the afternoon uh, as we get towards late afternoon. And the thing that is really important if we're dealing with frustration or anger or things not going as we had planned is that self-awareness is really key for being able to turn the ship around in a direction where there's more flow. It doesn't mean that you can get there right away, but it does mean that as you move into it, it continues to open and get more comfortable. And also be comfortable with whatever may be frustrating you, making you angry, or feeling, in some cases, a very strong sense of injustice. And when I say comfortable with, I mean, when we understand whatever the problem, the injustice, the frustration, the anger aggravant is, and we look at it in multidimensional forms, then solutions may be available to us. But it's really difficult to get to that place when we're just in the anger frustration place so find if you're the one feeling it uh find a vent for it if you're getting it directed at you allow yourself to hear it and ideally move it in a way where it starts to transmute because Otherwise, we can get into a situation that kind of implodes or explodes. And sometimes that's the only way out. But if that's the case, we want to detonate it <laughs> as gradually and gracefully as possible which I think is highly, there's so much high potential for making that happen with the moon in Virgo because the moon in Virgo has that, um, has that mandate to in some way be healing. That's a lot of the purpose of what Virgo energy is about. How do we heal whatever it is that is needs to have that happen. How do we make it better? And so when we sink into that awareness, instead of being caught up in the frenetic Martian energy, which is, yeah, yeah, but this, that, that, and believe me, I get it. There's a lot of reasons to be angry in today's world or frustrated or feel uh, a need to really champion injustice. It's all over the place. 
but we we want to find what is the healing root what is the way in how do we channel that differently so evening uh can again present to us well here's where the lack of support is or where no one's listening but on the other hand it can also reveal or lead us to who is listening or how we get to the point where <clears throat> we're getting more satisfaction or response for what it is we see and by the end of the evening there's a, a lot of inspiration energy coming in and it can come out of blue. It can come from a place you didn't expect. Uh, wow, you know, I got through to my stoic father-in-law, or I can't believe that I'm getting support from this camp or this uh, this part of the organization. On Wednesday the 8th, this is the really groovy juice for this let's free everything up and really see what we've got and move the energy in ways that are positive and popping and the strongest energy for that for real clarity and and a sense of new creativity um how to address practical matters in new ways and even opening up to new levels of love. That happens as of uh, late afternoon on Wednesday into mid-evening, very, very rich. And overall, just uh, I think this is a really dynamite especially in the later afternoon. There can be some confusion of how we get there in the early part of the day, but the whole opening up to new potentials or new ways of seeing things, that just is bubbling through in the early part of the day. And as I said, as of the day before, <laughs> So the moon goes void, of course, at 1.40 a.m. on uh, Thursday. And then it enters the sign of Libra as of 3.47 a.m. So once it's in the sign of Libra, the energy is quite different. It doesn't mean that we've missed the boat of putting together all that lovely opportunity revelation healing energy that happened but it means that we now are in a place of processing so sometimes what happens is we can go using again a, a healing analogy you can push through something that feels amazing in let's say the analytical process or uh, um, some body worker has enabled you to feel a sense of balance or equilibrium that you have not felt in years but then we get to the point of integrating <laughs> so 
the integration is what I'm seeing as we look at Thursday and Friday into Saturday. That's more about, okay, something has shifted, something I'm seeing something differently, or now people are stepping up to support in a different way and they want to help out or come on board. But now it's we've got all these crew members and who does what and <laughs> how do we work it out so that everybody is able to function and feel productive and not kind of get in everybody's way. So too much of a good thing is can be too much of a good thing. And that may be the experience some of us have on Thursday. Like could be a lot of people involved, a lot of um, invitations. Uh, let's do this. Why don't we try it that way? <clears throat> and we can hit a sense of overwhelm. So the antidote to that is choose one thing one way or step back, uh, depending on what has to be done at what period of time. I mean, some of us may have three invitations to go out that evening, and we have to make a choice. Uh, I don't suggest you go all over the map and do all three, but, you know, some people may have closer distances to traverse and, and more energy than others. So just know that there can be a lot coming out at once on Thursday. On February, moon is still in Libra, and it is a very active, uh, let's do this, can we check this out? It can be a wonderful day to do things that are cultural, uh, work on some kind of mediation or litigation again these if it's in business and there's a lot of discussion it can really seem as though a lot of people are coming together or a lot of thoughts and ideas are bubbling up and and that can be fabulous just know that in the end of whatever the discussion is or uh, conversations or um, whatever's working in a diplomatic fashion, in the end, somebody has to step up and assert this is how it goes. So <clears throat> depending on your position in the discussions or the conversations or the design work or whatever it is, you may be the person who has to step up and say, no, this is going to be the ultimate way we go. Someone else may do that. Or uh, in certain cases, remembering my earlier days of work, the client may say, no, this is the one I want. I want to do it this way, even if it's the worst way to do it. So uh, the important thing is to Keep open lines of communication with the people who are in the conversation. If somebody gets left out or their opinion is not heard, this will lead to difficulties later. 
So you want to make sure everyone gets their thoughts aired. Everyone is respected. And especially if there's one person saying, well, you can do it that way, but it's going to end up, you know, this is going to happen or it's not going to work in the long run or whatever. That's the person you want to listen to. Not necessarily to decide you can't go through with or, or make happen what most people desire, but it's really important to look that, you know, there are enough lifeboats on the vessel before the Titanic takes off. You know, if somebody has a very strong opinion and it's getting not listened to and it really is something that has merit, those are the important things to be heard and respected. So Saturday the 11th, the moon goes void, of course, at 11.41 a.m. So this morning can be when a lot of things do come together. Again, somebody may put the kibosh on other people's plans. And so the Titanic doesn't sail until all the boats get on. And in retrospect, would that have been a bad idea? Absolutely not. So the if there had been if you're planning to do something saturday morning family outing trip uh, something going off just make sure you have everything in place to make that trip go the way it is this is not a fly by the seat of your pants morning this is uh did you check the oil is there enough gas in the tank do we know where we're going if the GPS dies out? Is there like a paper map for directions? <laughs> so once the moon goes void, of course, it doesn't enter the sign of Scorpio until 1.34 p.m. And so that's just a couple of hours when the moon is in Libra, void, of course, moon. And that just can and should be just kind of fun, conversational, creative, clean up, all that sort of thing. Once the moon is in the sign of Scorpio, we are back to that really deep energy for transformation and healing that we were in earlier in the week. So we may pick up something that we had been doing. The thing that may come up for some of us is in the afternoon, we may have to revisit or clear up some communication that got, you know, it's not quite, no, you didn't hear it the right way, or this is how it's got to happen. But once we get that in place, then the evening and Sunday look tremendous for really going within. So some of us may be without, I mean, they're not without stuff, but maybe some of us may. But what I mean is some of us may be out in the world doing something big or eventful. But even in that place, the, the juice of making these two days really spin out to their maximum potential 
is to check within, make sure you know why you're doing what you're doing, why you're saying what you're saying, and pull somebody aside, have those conversations when need be. We don't want to be out and all over the place on these days. These days are more about listening to what's unsaid and tapping in to everything below the surface. And that is going to bring the real wealth for anything that happens over Saturday evening into Sunday. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, everybody. Thank you, Pam. And now I would like to invite everyone for our little 10-minute meditation. So just take a moment to settle, become quiet, and really listen. And perhaps I can invite you to visualise that your ears are growing, that your ears are getting bigger and bigger, like a big dog's ears, or bigger like a big elephant ears. And just visualise that as your ears are getting bigger and bigger, that your ability to listen and take in the sounds and all the vibrations around you because we're so caught up all the time in ourselves, caught up in what I'm going to say, what I am saying, who I am, what I am, how I feel. I mean, the world just revolves around us all day long. We are set up as these individuals that are very self-absorbed. So just for a few moments, just for our 10 little minutes of, of contemplation, of meditation, let's become entirely selfless. So none of the thoughts right now are about me, about myself, but just listening, just being a witness to the world around you without any response, without any reaction. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that makes me feel better. Oh, I don't like that. Nothing, nothing at all. Just being here and just listening. Just for those few moments, noticing what you can hear from maybe even from your own body and then noticing what you can hear around you in the small space around you and then out into the world around you. You might be able to hear things that are very, very far away from you, like a plane in the sky. And what's really important here is just being in this state 
of listening. Listening without any reaction, without any response, without any thought or any feeling, just being absolutely quiet and neutral. And you might think this is something that I do all the time in my meditation. And so often when we're meditating, though, we turn inwards. But what happens when we are turned outwards? And just witnessing everything around us. And as we hold this place, if anything comes up in the mind, if anything comes up at all, just allow it to arise. Don't engage. And let it just gradually disappear as if there is a person walking past you on the street, walking towards you, beside you, and then walking away. Not engaging. And not engaging for many of us is a big, big part of this practice, a big part of our meditation practice, of retaining neutrality because every day all day long we're constantly having to make choices do I do this do I do that is that right is that wrong we're constantly being stimulated into making an opinion into stating something constantly having to go here or there what happens to your mind to your emotions, to your body? What happens to you when you do not have to respond, react, do, choose, take action? What happens if you can be in stillness, in neutrality, and at the same time, having full and complete awareness of the world around you. Having full and complete awareness, listening. Just listening. And this is not a shallow state. We are listening now in a different way because we are coming now from this neutral space. We are listening to all the levels, what's below the surface, at the surface, above the surface. We're opening up 
a very big space within us now that is bigger than ourselves. And just feel that space of your listening now. Feel that space expanding. Feel that space really growing. And as we grow our listening space, our bandwidth also is expanding. We are expanding. When we're not being drawn into choice and judgment, attachment, we are expanding, expanding the mind, expanding the heart, expanding our ability to listen and our ability to be present, completely present in a neutral state. And as you feel this energy of expansion, just allow it to expand from you now and allow it to be shared with all beings everywhere. May all beings have the opportunity to have this openness, this neutrality, this expansive ability. And may this help all of us, support all of us in experiencing peace experiencing world peace. And we put that into our intentions. May all beings know peace. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, Pam, so much for the forecast for the week. See you all next week. Lots of love. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.